Yesterday, a man stepped to me and said, How can you smile when your world is crumbling down? I said, Here's my secret mm, when I want to cry. I take a look around and I see that I'm getting by and I hold on. Change's coming. Hold on. Don't worry about a thing. Hold on. You can make it. Now hold on. And everything will be alright. Some people like to worry. Some people like to cry. Some people like to run away from the pain inside. Now it's your business. Do whatever you want to do. But if it don't work out, here's what you ought to do. Now just hold on. Come on, sing with me. Change's coming. Hold on. Don't you worry. Hold on. You can make it. Now hold on. And everything will When the troubles of life Weigh you down So lift your head up Yeah, yeah, yeah When the love you seek Is hard to find Don't give up Keep the faith Get your ass up Dust yourself off God damn it And look at what God has blessed you with versus what you don't have. Look at the silver lining of the situation. Look for the lesson in your struggle, goddammit. And you have to understand that everything is seasonal. Do not make lifelong choices based off of temporary circumstances. Do you hear me? You may be depressed for a moment. You may be down and out for a moment. You may be coming out off your drugs for a moment. But you cannot allow those temporary circumstances to manifest themselves over your life in a Permanent, non-moving fashion, goddammit. I said all that to say this. Hey, everybody, I know it's been a while. It's time for another story about meth and my contentious relationship that I have with it, you guys. Um, here we go. This is going to be about a time I actually ended up being high as giraffe pussy coming down hearing voices. Called the ambulance on myself, was in the psych hold yet again. Let's let's dig right into this story now, shall we? So I believe the easiest way for me to explain the events that took place is for me to explain them to you as I perceive them. And then at the end of the story, I will go back and tell you what was it hallucination and what actually happened? I think it's probably going to be the most logical, um, uh, analytical, uh, logistical way to describe this, this this situation, the circumstances, okay? So, I more than likely was probably, have been up for about three or four days. And usually around that time frame, I start hearing all kinds of voices. And the voices will manifest themselves as people that are close to me, people around me. So I'm sitting in my room and whenever I'm high, I always think that I smell like shit or I'm shitting on myself. I'm always thinking I'm shitty as a bull and I done got shit every motherfucking way. <laughs> I don't know what that tick is or what it is about my come down or, or, or me being high that I always think that I'm shitting on myself. So 
this was no nothing new, no surprise. I'm sitting thinking, I shitting on myself. Mind you, my roommate has a house full of people, right? I'm sitting in my room going through it like, oh my God, I done shit on myself. How the fuck am I going to make it down the steps, down the next flight of steps, pass all these motherfuckers into the bedroom, bathroom, so I can clean my puss, baptize my puss, and then creep my ass back upstairs and go to bed. How am I going to make this happen? <laughs> Bitch, I'm so motherfucking high and 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 and, and sleep deprived that I sit in the room so much longer than it would have taken for me to quickly get my ass down there and get back up. And by this time, I'm thinking I've made an even more shitty mess, so much so that everybody in the motherfucking house can smell it. I'm hearing people come up to the motherfucking door, come up to the hallway. Oh, what the fuck is that smell? Yo, yo did Andrew shit on himself? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm in the room going through it. I am mortified. I am so embarrassed. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I just fucking, Jesus, please tell me this is a bad dream. Please tell me it's a nightmare. Please tell me I have not made a shitty fucking mess and it's done permeated through every part of the goddamn house. And everybody can smell it. Baby, I hear my roommate like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get your ass up and go downstairs. Look, we going out. So by the time we come back, you better motherfucking have your puss washed and get your ass back upstairs. Go to bed or something. So I see everybody leave. I see I see people walk out the damn house. So I'm like, damn, bitch, this is really happening. So child soon as i think they motherfucking leave i creep my ass downstairs and i'm like okay okay bitch you ain't got but like a good 15 30 minutes to baptize this puss in the name of jesus get your ass back upstairs put these sheets in a trash bag or something mop this motherfucking floor light a candle or some incense and take your ass to bed and scene Bitch, I run my ass downstairs. I'm in a goddamn shower. While I'm in the shower, I hear somebody on the other side of the motherfucking door say, Bitch, bitch, your roommate is back. I'm like, oh my God, how's he back? I haven't even had time to wash nothing. I'm barely, I barely washed my own ass. So, 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 I creep my ass back upstairs and I, I completely have a meltdown. I can't, I'm, I'm going to describe to you my mental break like this it was me being in a mental space where I could not chronologically do the steps necessary to clean myself up it's as if I had a mental block step one would be wash your puss step two would be put on new clothes step three would be bag up your shitty garments step four would be Either throw them shits in the trash or throw them in the washing machine. Step four would be mop sweep your floor, spray some incense. I could not mentally think of the steps to do. I was stuck and overwhelmed by not being able to do those rudimentary, those rudimentary things. I collapsed and started laughing hysterically, followed by hysterical crying. I'm, I'm up against the motherfucking wall. In the fetal position, enclosed, but on the other side, I hear people start to come back in. Yo, what the fuck? You got shit all up and down these goddamn steps? Nah, nigga, pack your motherfucking shit. You gotta go. So I'm like, oh my God, he's kicking me out. 
I'm not in any kind of mental condition to do anything other than sit here and fucking cry. What the fuck am I going to do? So, bitch, I pack hastily, pack what I can in the bag. And they're like, yo, you better hurry up. He done got his motherfucking gun. Like, yo, he is serious. He wants you out his fucking house right the fuck now. So, child, I put on my motherfucking clothes and I go downstairs. I don't see anybody. I mean, I figure everybody's just trying to stay out the motherfucking way because shit's going down. I go outside and I see people in the yard across the street laughing at me, pointing at me, looking at me like, what the fuck is he doing? Because I'm walking I'm walking, I'm, 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 I'm lightheaded. I'm not even walking straight. Like, I'm about to faint. And I know if I walk my ass to the closest person's house that I could think of, I'm going to be picked up by the cops between then, between now and then. Like, I, I had enough sense to know I'm not going to make it too far by walking anywhere. So... I motherfucking grabbed my phone. I called 911. I'm at 5611, blah, 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 blah. I'm having a mental breakdown. I need somebody to come and pick me up before the cops pick me up. So I'm sitting on the street that's adjacent to my street. And I walk back to the house because I see my roommate in his car. And bitch, I collapse between two of his cars and I... I'm looking in his driver window at him as he looks at me with a scowl and he grabs his taser and he lights his taser. I see it go and I and I see the you know I see I see the current. I'm like, damn, I'm out here having a mental breakdown. He don't give a fuck about me. I see the ambulance around the corner. They don't know where I am, so I walk up to the ambulance. And they're looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So bitch, I'm in the ambulance. <laughs> sobbing, laughing, sobbing some more, laughing some more. And I was thinking and hoping that they were going to take me to the motherfucking um, VA hospital where I had been before for my last mental break. And for whatever reason, they can't get in contact with the VA hospital because it's like it's late and it's late. It's like 1 a.m. On a, on a Friday or Saturday. So they take me to the regular hospital and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to fucking wait in a waiting room. Shh all shitty because now I'm thinking I'm shitty again I'm thinking I still fucking stink uh, I don't know how the fuck you hallucinate smells but bitch I'm thinking I still fucking stink so I get there and they they they, they check me into the little psych area and they change me into some scrubs and I'm motherfucking I'm in the room I'm in the room I'm thinking bitch I smell like shit everybody can smell me in the reception area I mean <sighs> I see one person sitting on a bench outside next to the lady and I see like this security guard and 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 there's this dude who works there, I guess a worker and you know, he's trying to ask me what's going on and whatnot, what participated this situation that I'm going through and I I I tell him and they're like just wait here and I'm like when can I get an actual room and wash my puss? When can I rebaptize, rededicate my puss to the Lord and baptize this shit again? Because I'm sitting over here smelling like shit. I'm telling them. I, I, am I not shitty? Like, do I, do I smell like shit? Like, and they're not really giving me a definitive yes or no, but they keep saying, well, you have to wait until a room is available or a room is available right now. So I'm in this uncomfortable ass, cold ass motherfucking room that doesn't have a bed on it. It has these foam sofas. Think about, think about AstroTurf, but molded into a sofa like that's what the fuck the material was made out of and all of a sudden 
I hear my roommate and I hear a, a friend of his. They're like, Drew, push through. And they're like, can you, bitch, can, bitch, go to the wall over here. Can you sneak out? Because if you can sneak out, we can go ahead and take your ass home and you don't got to worry about, you know, being on a whole 72-hour cycle. So, bitch, my ass is looking around the room for, like, you know, these secret compartments. Like, yo, no, the, the wall's right here. Push through, push through. So I'm pushing the walls. And I'm like, nothing's happening, bitch. I'm pulling apart. The, the, furniture, the sofa came in, in the little segments, AstroTurf <laughs> segments. That's what AstroTurf quality sofa segments and i'm pulling this shit apart trying to find out well where the fuck first of all are they at what are they what are they doing so i look up at the tv that was on and the tv had plexiglass all around it i guess in case a bitch want to break it but behind the tv looked as if it was a two-way mirror i'm literally seeing the outline of my roommate, I'm seeing his dreads, I'm seeing his outline, and I'm also seeing the friend, the girlfriend of his, I'm seeing their outline behind the TV as if there's a two-way mirror that the TV is actually attached to on the wall, that, in fact, if, if you can envision that, envision a TV hanging up, mounted to the wall, with plexiglass around it, but behind the TV, it looks as if it's two-way glass, and I'm seeing their silhouettes, and I'm hearing them say, Push through, bitch. Push through. I'm like, what does that even mean, push through? They're like, Drew, you got to push through. And I'm like, okay, maybe they physically mean push through? So I push against one wall. <laughs> just, you know, just, hey, hey, might as well try it. See if they're physically talking about tangibly pushing through something. I push on, on another wall. I push on the wall in front of me. Bitch, the room starts to spin as if it's like on a turntable, like like it's like it's an escape room. So I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck is this? I'm pushing. The room is spinning more. The room is spin. The room does an entire three fucking sixty, and I am taking a back, laughing my ass off, elated. Like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm thinking, like, bitch, this is like some type of a social experiment. Am I supposed to assert that I'm not crazy? And you guys are acting as if this is like an extra mental ward. But what kind of hospital would have funding and the resources to create such an elaborate ruse? I don't get it. But this fucking room is spinning. So, bitch, I motherfucking go to the door. The door isn't locked to the room that I'm in. The hallway is still in the same position. I'm like, bitch, this room is, is had done a whole 180. But when I open up the motherfucking door... The hallway is still in the same position. I had no understanding. It didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, what, what is this? Why, why? How is the hallway still here? How is this physically possible? From, from, from a physics standpoint alone, how is the room spinning, but the hallway that it's adjacent to is not? It, it just didn't make any sense to me. But I can't deny that, bitch, I'm in this room and I'm, a I'm able to move the walls. So I'm like, this has to be real. So... I poke my head outside and I say, uh, what the hell y'all got going on out here? <laughs> so the nurses and the different helpers and the security guys are looking at me like, what, what are you talking about? I said, what is, I said, like, like, what, what kind of setup is this? Like, how, how, how are you able to make the room spin like that? They're like, Mr. Braxton, we don't, we don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers is crazy. Like, how did y'all even pull this off? Mr. Braxton, there are kids on the other side of this door because I guess the wing that I was in was adjacent to, like, the ER. 
Stop cussing. Stop throwing yourself up against the walls and stop moving the furniture around or we'll give you something to make you calm down. I said, but well, y'all motherfuckers better bring me something to calm me the fuck down because I ain't for the bullshit. Y'all, y'all, I ain't boo-boo the fool, bitch. Right pitch, wrong bitch, okay? I don't know how y'all got this shit set up, but what y'all ain't gonna do is tell me that I'm motherfucking crazy when I know I'm not motherfucking crazy. Y'all got this whole motherfucking room spinning on a goddamn turntable. So... Bitch, I'm not going to bother to tell you motherfuckers that next thing I know, two niggas yoke me up. I get a needle an inch long in my motherfucking shoulder and I sit my ass down. Now, at this point, I'm hot. I'm like, okay, well, look, y'all done gave me something to calm down. A bitch still hype. A bitch is still hungry at this point. When the fuck y'all going to feed? I'm real indignant because I'm like... They playing in my face now. They playing with me. They know this is a whole motherfucking ruse, but they even gave me a fucking injection to calm me down. Where the fuck is this dinner y'all said y'all was gonna give me? This shit ain't got no salt. This shit is nasty. Like what the fuck? And then the motherfucking security guard, he's looking and he's looking at me. Cause it's through the through the glass the glass pane in the door. The, again, I said I said first of all the fucking room ain't locked. The room ain't locked. The bitch is spinning on a turntable. You motherfuckers ain't got me into a real room to give me motherfucking shower. I'm still waiting for motherfucking food. Like clearly this shit is a whole setup. I don't know why you gave me a shot in my motherfucking arm, but like I ain't with the shit at this point. I'm hungry and I'm thirsty. Bring me something to eat. Real indignant, real disrespectful, bitch. The nice guy that had walked me to the room before is looking at me like, like I ain't shit. He looking at me like I am a a basic nigga. Like, oh my god. I said, oh, you don't like me now, do you? I said, oh, now I'm a bitch. You all of a sudden got an attitude. The cop is looking at me. I said, what the fuck is you looking at, cop? I I'm rolling my eyes at the cop. I'm sticking my tongue out at the cop, like. What the fuck? Is he going to lock me up? Is you going to beat my ass? You on the other side of the motherfucking door. I'm sitting down quiet, bitch. What the fuck is you still looking at me for? I mean, dis-re-fucking-speckful. Like, so much so that it's out of my character. Like, that isn't who I am. I'm sweet as pie. Until I'm not. But. <laughs> Ew. I fall asleep. I wake up. I wake up. Realizing, wait, I'm still here. How come I'm still in this bitch? They wheel a, a computer monitor in the room. I fell asleep on the motherfucking uh, uh, uncomfortable ass astroturf textured couches, bitch. Cold as a motherfucker in my in my shitty ass motherfucking scrubs. They put me on, bitch. Okay, hello and good evening. That shows you how much they really cared about me. But I digress. I wake up to a monitor being wheeled in. And it's a psychiatrist on the other end. You see, you have to understand that me, I'm an effective communicator and I have the gift of gab. I'm able to root myself in my reality and I'm able to articulate every feeling that I have. And I'm able to also, uh, uh, um, um, I'm able to also give explicit explanations and reasonings behind certain actions that I have. I'm able to give them cause and effect. I'm very intelligent, even even when I'm high, apparently, but I had gotten enough sleep that I had calmed down, so I'm not hearing the voices like I were. I'm not, I'm not, I don't see my roommate anymore. I'm not, I'm not hearing the push through, and the roommate spinning no more. I'm not able to 
to, to manipulate the room like I was. When they will the motherfucking computer monitor in, I realized, bitch, this may not have happened. Hmm. Okay. The, the, the psychiatrist on the other end is speaking to me and asking me what perpetuated this. I'm letting them know that this episode that I'm having is a temporary psychosis brought on by methamphetamine usage, which has, which has kept me up for approximately three to four days. It's a combination of sleep deprivation and the drug that has caused my mental state to not be able to ascertain what I am, ascertain what's being heard, that's being actually said, and what's being said in my head. I'm not able to differentiate the auditory or visual hallucinations that I was having. At this point, I don't think a, a 72-hour psychiatric hold is going to do me any good. Um, I am not suicidal. I am basically in my right frame of mind at the moment. So I think it's probably just going to be best and advantageous for you to just go ahead and let me go. This is what I described to her. I, after telling her the story I told y'all about me shitting everywhere and my roommate kicking me out, right? So I'm thinking... Bitch, I ain't going no motherfucking where. I ain't going nowhere. This bitch think I'm crazy as fuck. She about to tell me, oh, well, you got to stay here for another 72 hours just for observation. So once they will her out, I swear to God, it feels like I'm sitting in that room for another two hours waiting on a decision. But the whole time that I am there, I close the door and... I'm not even a, 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 a religious type individual, but I've always found a type of peace and a type of um, uh, uh, um, joy and hope and optimism as it relates to gospel music. So I'm saying in gospel music loud enough that I can hear myself. I'm saying I guess people in the hallway can hear me. And I'm noticing, I didn't notice that at some point, someone had to come in the room and look at me because the door was open where it was closed before. But I'm singing songs like, Confession is good for the soul, they say. Well, now it's my turn. I'm willing to share all I've learned some days. But some days not willing to learn. I don't always like to be told, no, what's right from wrong. I'm selfish sometimes when I don't want to be. How can you stand at me? Why do you hold on? I'm always talking about the way you bless me. I'm always singing about how good you are. But I don't always tell no that it's in spite of myself. You know I haven't been in good. Some days I don't do what I should. Yet your mercy somehow endures. So I'm singing like that to myself and whatnot. And I swear to God I could hear workers humming along with me or other people humming along when the song would change and they'll recognize the song. I'm not sure if there were actually doctors or psychiatrists literally watching me 
as I rock myself back and forth and encourage myself with these songs or what. But to my surprise, what felt like hours later, they're telling me, Mr. Braxton, we're going to discharge you. And I'm like, okay, was not expecting that. I put my clothes on and my phone and everything's in my possessions and I charge my phone and I'm thinking I'm going to have all kinds of text messages and voicemails and things of that nature. And I'm like, when the phone comes on, not a single message, not a single voicemail. I'm like, yo, I never felt so low in my life. I'm like, my roommate really didn't give a fuck about me. So he must not have been here. He must not have been here because he would have let me know that he was there. But remember, I told y'all, I thought that he was there telling me to push through, right? So now I realize, okay, damn, this whole hospital situation was a whole hallucination. This whole hospital situation was me talking to my damn self. They were He was never fucking here because he would have surely given me a phone call or text messages, directions to say, bitch, I'll be waiting here for you, whatever, whatever, whatever. Because I thought that he had had a change of heart and came there at the end to support me or encourage me or whatnot. You know what I mean? So... I'm like, damn, well, I ain't gotten the way to Uber home. I ain't, I ain't have no fucking money. And I walked a mile and a half, maybe two miles from the hospital to where I live the whole time thinking, <laughs> I'm still thinking I'm shitty as a bull, thinking I'm still probably shitting on myself walking along <laughs> that two mile stretch. And I swear to God, <laughs> I can hear <laughs> cars slow down or, or people walk by and say, oh, 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 my God. Uh, damn, nigga, is that shit? And I'm like, oh, my God. Just keep power walking. Keep power walking. Keep power walking. Bitch, cut through this schoolyard. Cut through this schoolyard and you'll be you'll be on the home stretch, bitch. Cut through the schoolyard. So I cut through the yard. Praise God nobody was looking at me because think about how I had to fucking look. Tweaky, sweaty, looking stupid, ain't walking right, looking around, talking to myself. I had to look batshit motherfucking crazy, walking my ass from the hospital to my house. So I finally get hit. I get there. All is calm. I walk my ass upstairs. I'm like, well, damn, they must have cleaned this. They must have cleaned this, cleaned up for me. I get in my room and I'm like, uh, bitch, I don't see any shit. What did they clean my sheets and stuff too? But no, it's in the same position. Oh shit. Did I not shit on myself? So my roommate comes out the room. He was like, um, where are you coming from? Calm, regular, like, regular, like, fuck, regular. I said, I'm coming from the hospital. The hospital? Bitch, are you sure you left the hospital or did you hallucinate that? I'm like, no, I went to the hospital because I had a mental breakdown after you threatened to kick me out and you grabbed your gun and you don't remember none of that? Like, what were what, what you talking about? Like, you blew up, you wanted me out your fucking house. He was like, Andrew. I was at the bar all night. Dun, dun, dun. Bitch, I'm not going to bother to tell you the, 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 the emotion that, the emotion that, that was stirred up in my spirit that, that, that rose to the top like cream. I just bursted out crying because I could not believe 
that first of all, my mind was capable of 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 manifesting such vivid visual hallucinations. Now I've had plenty auditory, but I saw you in the car. I, I saw people across the street laughing at me. I just knew that at least the situation at home had actually happened. I figured I wasn't gonna have nowhere to stay. I figured I was gonna have to come here, collect the rest of my shit, move in with my aunt or something. Bitch, the shit never happened. He thought I was in my room all motherfucking night. Didn't even know I was in the hospital. Now it made sense why I didn't have any goddamn phone calls. Now it made sense why I didn't have any text messages. Nobody knew where the fuck I was. Child, I went in my room and cried myself to sleep. I damn near had another motherfucking breakdown. But I went to motherfucking bed and... I felt so many different things in that moment. I felt I felt ashamed. I felt embarrassed. I felt crazy. I felt scared for my sanity. I felt an overwhelming sense of hopelessness. I felt trapped. I felt as if I'm stuck in this cycle of addiction, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to break it. I don't know if I have the strength to overcome it. I don't know if this is going to be the who I am for the rest of my life. And I said so many disrespectful, hurtful things to myself about myself. Andrew, you ain't motherfucking shit. You spent all this time on social media wasting your 20s trying to be a muscle-bound sex kitten. You ain't got no job. You ain't got no degree. You ain't got no assets. You don't have anything. But the motherfucking looks that are slowly dwindling away every time you put a needle in your fucking arm and you put a pipe to your fucking mouth. You ain't shit. You ain't never gonna fucking be shit. You ain't funny, bitch. You ain't talented. You gonna end up just like your father. Brilliant, stubborn, never amounting to nothing. Looking back on your life with nothing but regret because you allowed this drug to cause you to put all your motherfucking hopes, dreams, ambitions, and goals on a back burner. And you didn't have the strength or the foresight to come up out of it. You ain't fucking shit. You make me sick. I said these things aloud to myself. I had never disrespected myself so much in my life. I had never... Felt so disrespected. And I couldn't believe that I was the one saying these things to me, about me. And I had to get to a place where I had to forgive myself. I, I'm over here welling up with tears. I just... <sighs> when you are going through a situation like this, when you're in the thick of a storm... Sometimes it's easy to make those permanent life choices based off of a temporary circumstance where all you needed was some sleep, some rest, some hydration. And those thoughts wouldn't even be in your head anymore. You wouldn't even be speaking about yourself in such a manner. I can't tell you how many young men that have killed themselves down and out, coming down off of this drug... In that same state of mind, in that exact same space, I could have easily ended my life. I could have easily overdosed on some sleeping pills. I could have easily decided to take a bath and slit my wrist based off of those dark thoughts. And believing those dark thoughts and allowing those dark, dark thoughts to manifest themselves. But I'm so grateful and thankful that I again recognize 
the situation for what it is. Even sometimes it can be difficult to differentiate what's actually happening. I understand that this is effects of the drug. I'm going to be down for a little bit. I need to get sleep. I feel depressed and hopeless right now. But change going to come in the morning. And that, there you guys, is the underlying message. It's the cautionary tale in this story that I'm giving you right now. You may think it's fun to try certain drugs, but you have no idea the effect that it'll have on you, especially if you're not even aware of how much you don't even like the life that you're currently living. So stay away from drugs. Drugs are bad. Work on trying not to escape your reality, but talking to somebody about the reality that you live in that you don't like. And start making a plan to put things in motion to make better decisions, to start working towards the life that you actually want, to start working towards the you that you want to be. And that's the best advice that I can give you right now at the moment. Are there more stories to come? Absolutely. But I feel like this story had ups and downs. It had humor. It had it had concern. It, it had depth. And I'm being completely transparent and vulnerable because I understand there's power and vulnerability. This struggle is not my struggle alone. And this is going to help somebody else in some capacity, directly or indirectly. And that's all the praise I need. I'm not looking to be celebrated for having any type of drug issues. I'm looking to be celebrated for helping other people deal with their drug issues. Or even just people that that's, that's dealing with life circumstances as a whole. My, my ambition and my ministry is basically to just provide insight, encouragement, motivation in some manner and hope that the universe will redirect the energy back to me somehow because I'm helping people. Each one teach one. God damn it. All right. And um, on that note, I'm going to leave this alone. I'm going to upload this. And I really hope that you guys enjoyed the story. All right. Bye bye.